0: This is the Jabberjaw Podcast Network. Visit JabberjawMedia.com for more shows like this one.
1: All right, y'all ready to have some fun today? Oh, I'm ready
0: to have some fun. I'm ready to have some fun. (laughs) (laughs) Today's show is sponsored by Stamps.com. Buy your postage online at a fraction of the price without ever having to leave your daggum home. Sign up. Today at Stamps.com and use promo code BADCHRISTIAN, all one word, to receive a four-week trial plus postage and a digital scale with no long-term commitment. That's promo code BADCHRISTIAN to receive your four-week trial today.
2: today's show Joel, is your also reading spon- is getting
0: amazing.
1: Today's show is also sponsored by Tracker. Make losing things a thing of the past. Pair Tracker to your smartphone, attach it to anything, and find its precise location with the tap of a button. Go to thetracker.com right now and enter the promo code BADCHRISTIAN to save 20% off any Tracker
2: package. That's thetracker.com,
1: promo code BADCHRISTIAN.
2: Today's show is also sponsored by ZipRecruiter. Are you hiring? Do you know where to find the perfect candidate? ZipRecruiter finds candidates in any city or industry nationwide. So right now, listeners can post jobs for free by going to ZipRecruiter.com slash first. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash first. You are now
1: entering the Bad Christian Podcast. Sorry, let me put that sound effect in the computer instead of out of the Okay, cool.
2: Yeah, yeah, cool.
0: Toby, come on! No, Joey, he's a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Why does that always get me and Matt? Like,
2: because all we have hundreds of thousands of new listeners, and they're like, "I just want a good, solid Christian podcast." <laughs> to listen to at work today and then my dumb ass is the worst possible thing you can do to offend a
0: Christian.
2: <laughs> and it's all and it
1: violates my rule which is don't use yes. the fuck word in the first seven minutes of the podcast. You can say as much as you want after that but there's new listeners and they don't know yet. They don't get it yet. <laughs> <They don't> get-
2: <laughs> it. just draws me in to say it in the first seven seconds. Like uh-huh. I just so it's, it just
1: get I just get the itch I need to say it. <laughs> well, well, it sets a good tone, but y'all still want to beatbox or are we already off and rolling? I don't Sure, care. no, let's do it. Let's do Go it. Go for it.
2: <laughs> you got you're not even gonna play no, me any I music? can't figure
1: it out. Just say three, two, one. Three, two,
2: one. <laughs> <Bad> Christian podcast. <laughs> <All right. laughs> nice
1: work, Joey. Very, very good. Okay, before we get going too much, I'm already I'm already happy with the tone of the show today. We don't have a guest, oh, so we'll Matt, just. Man, I'm glad you're happy. We'll just goof off today. But let
0: me. At Do least... you have an erection? In,
2: in olden times, that would be gay. You would be very. You'd be feeling gay.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. In the we'll in the a olden gay times. Old time. That's the Flintstone song. That's Toby, right. you're right. You are right. I pr- I Thank forgot you. about that.
1: So what I was trying to say is, I hope everybody will come see us at the Emory tour it starts we're leaving this week we're leaving on sunday we're doing shows monday tuesday or tuesday wednesday thursday friday saturday and sunday next week between missouri and seattle the tickets are ten dollars you can get them at emorymusic.com and so please do that are you excited toby you think the bus is going to work
2: um, that's it. That's the worst question you could ask me. I've been under unbelievable pressure so much so that I, for the last four days straight, no joking, I've woken up every single morning thinking, is our bus going to be fixed in time? Like the first thought <laughs> on my mind is when I wake up because so we went on this last tour and the bus was overheating. We talked about it a few episodes ago, but the bus is still in the shop and they're supposed to have it fixed today. But tomorrow is the last day. So if they don't have it fixed by tomorrow. I have no clue what to do. <laughs> Cancel.
1: Cancel it all. It's fine. I got plenty to work on. I'll stay home if the bus doesn't work. I mean, that's I can't believe the shoestring that we operate on. It's just Like, I know it's going to be chaos, and I know it's going to be fine. And there's, it's like, I don't know how much money you have to make before things can actually be done right, but I don't think it has much to do with money. It's just, I don't think we're possible right. to ever do things the normal right way. It's just never going to happen. It doesn't matter if we're successful well, or not. We have to do things in a chaotic way. That's all there well,
2: is. Well, in our defense, I tried to do it the right way. We got off, got off tour, and I took the bus immediately to the shop and gave them two weeks to fix this problem. Toby, and, and You're so, missing what? the
1: point. The right way is to not get a bus that's 35 years old. <laughs> And try to live on it so that you only had to spend $150 in travel expenses a day to go on tour. You're not supposed to get an MCI from 1984 that has—literally, that was literally, the bus is built to last. And this is true. They used to build them to last back in those days. People didn't upgrade it all the time. But the bus was literally built, according to their specifications, to last 30 years— and or three
2: million miles, which it is over, well over both of those. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so you're telling me it's not a good idea to base your whole career <laughs> on a on a 35 year old machine? <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> but yeah, so dang anyway, it, we'll we'll get there somehow. We'll we'll, we'll make it. Happen. We've never we'll missed make a show it. because of the bus. Also, no, so. that's, true. that's hey, true. let me ask. I won't throw it ask... under the bus. Pardon the pun.
0: <laughs> that was good, Matt. That was good. Hey, let me ask you guys something. So I just had lunch today and, and so picture a Moe's type restaurant, you know, Subway, you go through the line, you tell people What time what does you lunch want. start
2: for you? 9:30 <laughs> 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 a.m.? At 8:30 a.m., you're like, "Man, I'm hungry. I'm ready for lunch." <laughs>
0: So basically after you say Pico, cheese, this and that and, and all that, you're you know, they they're sliding that stuff on over. Your uh-huh. job's done, right? Mm-hmm. You you don't have to communicate anything else. All you have to do is take out your credit card, scan the machine, the rest of it is their job, correct? Right. Okay. This place, I always start at the beginning of the line. I started doing this when I was on keto. I said, double the chicken, no rice, no beans. And then I go through the line, and I'm telling you, six out of ten times, so 60% of the time, they do not charge me for double chicken. Mm -hmm. So I'm standing there. Basically, I just ordered two meals because it's super expensive to get double chicken. And every single time they're charging me for one. And I'm at a point now to where I'm like, it's just none of my, (laughs) it's just none of my business. (laughs) Like why am I supposed to do their job and say, Hey, that, that meal that they just slid over to you, it's double chicken. Just wanting to make sure you guys have the correct order. Now you need to charge me the correct amount of money. That's nonsense. But there's something in my heart. I can't I can't not say something, but today, just as an experiment, I wanted to see if my conscience would get the best of me. I just was like, okay, I'm going to pay. You just let just it for, go. I just it, let it go.
2: You're starting to sound like my dad. My dad, whenever we get extra, you know, when they make a mistake with the change, like if he paid with a $50 bill for mm-hmm. a, you know, a $30 meal and we get back $40, I would say, oh, they gave us too much back. And my dad, no, don't, don't take it back. You could get them fired. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you don't want to bring up their mistake. Yeah. Now, now, see if if they're if it's not a like I would not consider just what I just described a yeah. yeah. I would not describe what, uh, or I wouldn't think of what I just described as a big mistake. So if it's not a big mistake, I'm definitely not the person that's two miles down the road with my kids in the car. And I'm like, oh my gosh, they, you know, charge me $10 less. I've got to be the good citizen and turn around and make it right. I mean, to me, that just gets to a point where it's like, that's stupid. It doesn't matter to this company. Everything's fine. Just go about your business. But being right there on the spot, Matt, what would you have done? No,
2: can I can I hop in uh, yeah. here one, one minute? Yeah.
0: Both of y'all gave me the most shit in
2: the world when I got free ice creams from Jason's Deli. <laughs> y'all different. both said no, <laughs> no, it's different. not different. Jason's Deli told me, hey, you don't have to pay for this. It's not even on our, in our cash register. You can just have a free ice cream if you like it that much. And that's what I do. And y'all said, oh, that's wrong, that's wrong, that's wrong. It's, Joey's getting a second
0: meal for free every time. And he goes,
2: I guess it's not my job to tell them. <laughs> what are you talking about? What, first what of all, other job is it of a pastor but to tell the truth? <laughs> I mean, that's your what You had one job. You had one job,
0: Jason's Deli situation. You you describe it in a way that favors you. You had one random. Oh guy yeah, yours at doesn't favor you. Jason's Deli, and now you feel like you have the keys to all Jason's Deli yeah, ice cream. Let machine.
1: me. People don't know what he's talking about. I'll tell you that one real quick. Jason's Deli has free ice cream there, so the ice cream is included with whatever you get with your say. meal. I, right. In fact, I would say you'd say it that way. Not that they have free ice cream. Ice cream comes with whatever they have a lot machine, ice cream, you get whatever. Toby walks in, and me and Toby in Alabama went to Jason's Deli, and Toby said, I want to go in there and just get, buy an ice cream. And he legitimately tried I to buy love an their ice, ice cream at the front. We, we had already eaten supper, didn't eat any food, says, hey, I'd like to buy some ice cream. They're like, oh, well, we don't, uh, you know, we don't sell it just by itself. It with, comes with food or whatever. Uh, but they're like, i tell you what, though. And he's like, okay, well, I'm not going to eat this. I said, all right, well. You know what? Just it's fine. Just go go ahead and get some. It's all right. You can just you, no big deal. Just go over there and get. That's your ice not cream. true. And Toby that, walks over that, there, and that, nope. and they let him do it, and they said it was okay. And then, but Toby's conclusion <laughs> from that is always go to Jason's Deli because they have free ice cream. So anytime you see a Jason's no, Deli, it's like a three year old. He goes, it's like this. You get a sucker if you go to the bank teller. To Toby, it's like you just go there and you get it, and you that's it.
0: Yeah, no, at I tell, least, the, kid, at least I, I tell the kids. tell the kids, Matt. At least you're doing business with the bank. That's true. <laughs> with Jason's that's Deli, true. just walk in and grab your stuff. I tell
2: the kids some, most Friday nights. I say, Hey, let's go get ice cream. <laughs> <Because> Jason, Jason, <laughs> I, we just go to Jason's <laughs> Deli for ice cream because it's that good. But what I'm—that's not what they said. What they said was, well, I said, Can I buy an ice cream? They said, Oh, we don't just sell it individually. So uh, yeah, just just have one. If you're not buying food, just go have one. That's what yep, they said. That's so. Right. If I'm not buying food, why in the world can't I just get a ice cream? Jason's Deli likes my business. They love it.
1: That's not business. It's just charity.
2: (laughs) Well, anyway, I
0: I, I conclude that— Pastor Joey's right. (laughs) I conclude that I I probably—it's easy for me to just say, hey, it's double chicken. But I also would be fully advocate of someone just saying, that's that's just not my job. Like, they need to charge me— I do not work for this restaurant. Sure, yeah. Thus, it is not Let my yourself role. Let off the
1: hook is what I would say. Just yeah. don't worry about it. It's fine. That's their right. Oh, yeah. yeah.
0: I, I don't feel guilty. You feel a little guilty. Yeah. You've Not right now, no. But if I did that every said, time, I probably would. You won't even say the
2: name of the restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody would know the name feel. of the restaurant. Still, somebody would. The Lord knows. The I Lord mean Je- knows. Jesus
0: knows. <laughs> well, that's Hey well, real quick, we're gonna we're gonna move into some great stuff here in a second, but let me just tell you about one of our sponsors that hey, in Charleston, I don't know if you realize this, but the traffic is is just horrendous. And so when you think it's of awful. errands, it's actually a really big deal. And one of those errands is going to the post office to mail out a simple package. Well, stamps.com they eliminate the need to even go out in that stupid traffic. So stamps. Stamps.com uh, saves you time, money, and uh, I mean it's crazy. Unlike the post office, Stamps.com never closes, so you can do you can do your packaging at one o'clock in the morning and basically put it in your mailbox 24/7. You're good to go. So Stamps.com uh, brings all the services of the U.S. Postal Service right to your fingertips. They're going to send you a digital scale, automatically calculates the exact postage. I mean it's just uh, it's it's awesome. So I use stamps.com because it's it it allows me not to have to go out in the stupid traffic and it makes things smooth. It's one less thing I have to do. I actually do the package, I put it outside, put it in the mailbox, and I'm done with it. No place to drive. So right now you you can enjoy stamps.com. Uh, Their service with a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus postage and a digital scale without long-term commitment. So go to Stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage, and type in Bad Christian. That's Stamps.com, enter Bad Christian, never go to that post office again.
1: Very good, Joey. Thank you. So what I wanted to talk about today is basically this. Uh, We have a serious problem. Uh oh. Oh shoot. No, I mean that that's that's what that's that's what I'm saying. We have a serious problem. That is the problem. Serious. serious. Problem. Yes. Seriousness
0: have, is the problem.
1: We have a problem with seriousness in our society. We have a serious problem is what I'm saying. We as okay. in this podcast, we as in this culture, this climate, this world we're in, we've got yeah. a ser a fucking serious problem. A serious fucking problem. I don't know what it is. Whoa. But it's Woo. there see we're past seven minutes, so you can say that word now. Um, okay, that, and and I don't know what it is. I really can't figure out exactly what it is, but it's it's not it's not that recent. I guess it's been growing this way for a long time, and I think like everybody just has to be serious and careful now in a way that it's making me super uncomfortable. And this is also coming at the time when our podcast is growing and getting bigger yeah. and even doubled. So it's I actually feel some weight or pressure. I just don't really know what to do, given the climate we're in. And I I don't know if it's the related fact that our podcast is growing and we're not serious. So it's freaking me out. Are you you freaked
0: out because one mistake, we're done?
1: No. Well, I don't know. I would have never thought that would be possible. (laughs) But is it possible? Like, maybe it is possible. I think it is. (laughs) I mean... So wait, wait. Hold on.
2: My whole career relies on a bus from 1983 right. and, and one of y'all fools not
1: saying right. something stupid exactly that's exactly right that's what I'm saying I, I had to every day I'm thinking is Toby gonna get angry enough to or is Joey gonna be dumb enough to say something that's gonna ruin our career it might happen yeah. it might be me yeah. too of course no
0: I'm definitely I'm gonna put myself on top of the list if anybody's gonna bring bad Christian down it's me <laughs> <laughs> well
2: let, hey, hey hold on let, let me prove it y'all are or, y'all are right Yesterday, I took a picture of myself with a ball with a face on it and a red, long-haired wig and held it up like it was Kathy Griffin. <laughs> and I, I thought, should I post this? I thought, oh, this will be funny. I'm, I'm doing the same thing Kathy Griffin did, but to her and people. And then I was like, you know what? No, I can't do this. Like, what, I mean, I might be disrespecting people that that actually happened to. All the, like, I, I actually had to think through, wait a minute. I'm just doing something really short and quick here and it's probably maybe inappropriate in a way that people would mm-hmm. lose their shit and and I was like nope I'm not going to do that I don't want to di- I don't want to disrespect anybody and also I just don't want to go through that I, I mean like that yeah, that but whole Kathy that's Griffin what's interesting. thing right now is crazy Yeah so that's all
1: interesting because there's so many layers to that onion of what does it mean or what is what my big question is what does it mean just to, there's been a fostered and that, that we have fostered environment where people are timid to not do stuff like that in itself terrifies me not i'm not that worried about my career or me I, i mean maybe i should be but what does that mean about our society that we everybody is thinking i better not i better not i better not that it drives me really crazy to think about but it's not just current political stuff or trump i mean it's bigger than that i was thinking about it like movies are that way. Movies are the worst they've ever been. I was, I, I miss the screwball movies of the 80s. You know, Weekend at Bernie's. That doesn't get made anymore, obviously. Right. Because the only time you could, if you made a remake of Weekend at Bernie's, let's say they rebooted it because it was financial success, it would be cr- directed by Christopher Nolan and it would be dark and black and it would be, uh, Bernie would be played by, uh, what's the, either Vin Diesel or Tom Hardy and he would have a super low voice. I <laughs> know Bernie's dead, I guess, but do you know what I'm saying? It would be dark and yeah. like That's all we do now is this stuff. It's like you do tra- a Transformers movie and it's d- a- ultra serious. Like it's not just in... Po- I, w- I just don't know if what's going on. Po- and maybe even religion is more serious than it used to be. Like I know it's been... There's been times where it's been more conservative and things like that, but the seriousness and the weight that people put on everything, religion, like it's so serious. Like Islam and Christianity, they've up, they've both upped
2: the, the pressure here, haven't they? Like, yeah, it, I mean, yeah, what you're are exactly we doing? Right? How, how about this? Like, just just uh, like in the last two days. There's an animated movie coming out. I think it's called uh, Red Shoes and the Seven Dwarfs, right? And it's basically a take on Snow White, but in this one, uh, Snow White's kind of uh, curvy, a little bigger. Mm-hmm. But when she puts on the red shoes, she's supposedly pr- she's prettier or thinner, mm-hmm. right? That's the implication of it. But so the trailer just showed that. Are you being of jokey it. right now? No, no, I'm being 100 <laughs> percent serious. There's there's, there's a, a movie coming out with that, and but the idea of the movie is that you're okay. You should be okay with yourself. You don't need to wear red shoes and be thinner. But the trailer didn't totally grasp that, so people are just slaying this movie trailer. Like they're saying, "How could? How dare you? All this stuff." The 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 lead voice is Chloe Mortz, Mertz. Mertz, uh, she's Moretz, a pretty so famous yeah. actress. Mertz, and uh, she came out and said, "I did not." sign off on this trailer. It's horrible. This movie's a good movie, but But I I just want to... And so, like, there's this whole big thing, even though the movie's actually about being okay with yourself. Yeah. Like, you don't... I I believe. I believe that's what it's about. That posturing
1: and people distancing themselves from the thing, like, you know what I mean? Right. That's a political move for her to have to come out against it. And 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 a
0: career-saving move. Yeah. Like, she's worried about her career. What sucks is you can actually, I mean, and and this just highlights what, what Matt's saying is, You can actually accidentally say something racist, but it doesn't matter if it was an accident. You're done. Okay. If you're in a prominent position...
1: You have to... Let me me insert there that I can't even let you get away with that because I don't think you can accidentally say something racist. And let me clarify that to mean that if you are racist and you speak, you reveal that you are racist. You can't be a absolutely non-racist person and say something that is racist, that... It's the intent.
0: Is the uh, old, I, I I mean I, I disagree. I mean, if, you, if you're say, if you're saying something with no racist intent. And if someone knew what you were actually thinking as opposed to how it came out, right. and they're like, oh, you weren't even thinking any sort of racial thought. That right. is possible. So you didn't accidentally say something. Ra- I mean, what I'm saying is the same as
1: music isn't Christian music, is music done by Christians or whatever. Racist statements are statements made by racist people that have that intent. That's what a racist yeah. statement yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. could have Obama quote something a racist person said, that wouldn't be making a racist statement. And somebody can have a slip of the tongue where they say a word they didn't mean to say or a word they didn't know what it meant. or You know what I'm saying? Let's say you said something that you thought was a good term for Native Americans, but turns out it was bad. Did you actually say something racist? Not really. At least I'm just trying to parse that, at least not really. If you're not racist, the statement you made wasn't racist in intent, which is obviously, if anybody's serious, they know that's what we value, the intent yeah. of the language, not the syntax of the word. Yeah. So anyway,
0: go on with that. Well let, let me ask I think you know that's this. important too. Is is there I haven't followed the story close enough. I've read a little bit, but are there any people on the left, like other Hollywood elites, that are basically saying, Yeah, you should not have done that, Kathy Griffin?
2: Oh yeah, totally. Yeah, I, I, yeah mo-
0: uh, most people think that was
2: pretty dumb. I mean, you, you can't I'm whoever it is, you can't chop off their head do an art comedy photo where you chop the president's head off of Maybe any, president, <laughs> any, any king or queen. I mean, I mean, the, the thing about that is that, that I mean that's exactly what terrorists do. So right. it, I I'm, I now I still part of me wants to defend her right to do that. Do whatever you, know what you mean? want. Like, it, yeah. I, I know this sounds horrible of me, but like there's part of me that wants to defend her right to be able to do that and it be okay and nobody be worried about it. Like her career is going to suffer from it, and that's enough punishment. Now I don't know. I mean, some people are talking like I, I would be. You don't mess with pe- like the, the right wingers. they will try to get you in jail and arrest you and all that stuff. So I don't know if anything like that's coming her way, but I, I do feel like everybody yeah. really freaked out about it and was really upset about it. I understand. I think it was it, you know, it, it was kind of despicable. It was, it was a, a, you know, a, a push to try and get a, another 15 minutes of fame for her or whatever. Yeah but part of me thinks, man, I live in a country where you can do that. That's so amazing. Yeah, but it's also crazy that you could Well, how about this?
1: If I ran across that on Twitter, let's say I never saw anybody else tweet about it. It wasn't a headline or a story. I just happened to follow Kathy Griffin, and I saw that. I I assure you I would have looked at it and kept on rolling. I probably wouldn't have even had a thought on it. I probably wouldn't have known that it was— Okay, now that it's brought up and now that it's a story and now that you see the hashtag and now that you know everybody's talking about it and you've seen eight people that you respect or have some respect for weigh in on it and say that it was despicable and bad, well, it's a lot easier now for me to go, oh, that was horrible. That's horrible. Yeah. That's easy. But if I was yeah. just scrolling through all the shit on Twitter in, a, in isolation and... No, Saw nobody else's reaction I don't think I would have Even noticed that I said okay Next tweet I, I don't. I wouldn't have been outraged yeah. Now I it, do think It hilarious. probably was Silly or a bad choice But I wouldn't Well it's wouldn't hilarious You say
2: that It's hilarious you say that I actually saw it Before all Everything mm-hmm. Like I, I, I don't know how I was scrolling through something And I watched a video Of her making it And I was like Huh I don't know if that's the best choice, but then I just moved on. Like, <laughs> right, you, know, you know what I mean? It, yeah, like, right. like, yeah. And so, so to, to your point, what ends up happening today is one person says something, and then it starts piling mm-hmm, up, piling up, piling right. up, and then it actually becomes serious. And now like it, you have that, to be that's ready. When it's serious? Yes, and that's what's freaking me out is now you have
1: before you go to dinner party tonight, before you go on air on your podcast, you better have your shit dialed. You better know what you think. Because not only is Kathy Griffin in trouble, you might be if you don't come down the right side of it. And that is oh, I absolutely wrong, bad, not good, and everybody knows it. And I don't understand yep. why people have a hard time identifying that. It must be some biological, evolutionarily related thing to where you pile on the weak or something. Like, you know how chickens will kill the weak chicken. I, and, and for whatever evolutionary function that is, I won't go into, but there there is one um, where the only the strong survive, and you prey on the weak. That's just how it works. And so now we have this ability to do that. Like now we get to know who's down and out because of I suppose, Twitter and technology and opinion. You get to you get access, so we all know that. Uh oh, we're supposed to pick on this person, or you know, get real tribal about this thing. So it's like we've got something triggered here. This it seems obviously dangerous to me. And I think everybody wants to know what, uh, tell me if y'all think I'm right about this and listeners too, tell me, is this consistent with your behavior? Stuff happens all day, every day that, Somehow now seems important, whereas it didn't before, but now everything's important and you don't know what the fuck is going on. So you listen to a podcast or watch these shows and you consume this media and you follow either Huffington Post or Fox News or whoever it is just yeah. to, and, and the media is going crazy right now. Our numbers are doubled. I don't know why, yeah. but Matt, I don't they're know. actually
0: tripled since February.
1: Well, whatever it is. I mean, it's freaking me out because not only do we have more. Pressure, but it's getting bigger. But I don't know what, what, for what reason. But the only thing I can come up with, and tell me if this is consistent with your behavior, you need to calibrate yourself. I have to listen to what Joe Rogan says about something just so I can go, oh, okay, but he thinks this way and I think similar to him in some things. So now I feel confident enough that I'm not totally out there. Now I can go speak to other people. That's what I need. That's what, because otherwise, if I was just out there literally. Not being too serious or taking things lightly and just spouting my own opinions off as they came to me. I'd be racist here. I'd be homophobic here. I'd be this there. I would be uncompassionate there. And I, I wouldn't even, you know, I, so you have to hear I mean, I mean, it's like it's, I mean, it's a landmine. The whole yeah, world's we, a landmine. We
0: already, we already break Mind a it. lot of rules that are politically incorrect Just just as simple as three straight white men talking about the gay community, for instance. I mean, we got so much flack from just talking about it. So I think we've also built up a following and a listenership of people that expect us not to do everything the right way. It would be interesting. I don't want to test it, but it would be interesting of what would happen if we went way out of bounds. I'll tell you something that really upsets me are the... The Christian right tweeting just, they are outraged. I mean, they, are, they just cannot be more disgusted. And I'm like, <clears throat> if this was someone that did this with Obama's head, I'm certainly not assuming that Christians wouldn't be outraged, but there would not be this sort of uproar. And I just I mean hate there that was hypocrisy. Obama.
2: There there's tons of pictures of people hanging Obama in effigy or burning
0: yeah. in an effigy. I and mean, that, but, that's but no prominent right. comedian. <laughs> yeah, but but right, listen, listen, listen to this though. Someone <laughs> like Pat, I mean, listen to the hypocrisy. Someone like Pat Robertson can. Deliver some sort of message insinuating that a tsunami hit a country because of how those people are, or something along those lines, and no one flips out. I think that's almost worse. I mean, but you attacked a conservative Republican president and as despicable as Trump, and it's just, oh my gosh, you don't do that. now, all that to say, I, I do think it was messed up, and I don't know if y'all noticed that Jim Carrey has basically defended her. Did y'all see that interview? No,
2: um, he defended her? I, I was wondering why people were saying – what What did he say? Do you know? I
0: mean, he, he basically said that comedians, I mean, were the last line of defense, so, you know, we obviously – we have to be a little more outspoken and and take more risks because we're we're the last ones that will get to chime well, in on stuff. That's a little
2: bit of my point. Not I that agree. I condone what she did. I don't condone what Kathy Griffin did, but I'm right. so happy that I live in a country where that's like we can all have an opinion on it. You know what I mean? Like, right. and, and what's really funny is you have y'all seen the picture going around though. There's like where where Donald Trump's on the golf course and she's just hugging him. Like, she's hugging him on the golf course, like, you know, 10 years ago or something uh-huh. like that. Like, it's all, it's all bullshit. But the thing that, I, that bothers me the most is this is just one moment of a person's life. Yeah. It almost doesn't mean anything. Like, for, for example, think about this. Imagine if you just saw, the, you know, the first 10 minutes of the movie Gran Torino with Clint Eastwood, where he's just unbelievably old veteran racist. You know what I mean? Like, he just – and that's all you saw. You go, oh, that guy's terrible. That's the end. But – If you get to see a little bit more of the picture, you realize he learns from the interaction uh, with the the Asian community and he changes and he becomes more graceful and loving and kind and hangs out and all this good, good stuff. And so that is what bothers me about this. We live in a day and age where it's 144 characters and that's your whole life. That's, that's a good it. point. Like that that's that a that, good means example that's, too. that is 100% your whole life. If you get to see the whole story, <laughs> you find out way more, but if you only if you're going to really boil someone down to one picture they took, one comment they made, then there's no chance for anybody. That's yeah. it. And and to the, the scary thing for me is I know Matt isn't as worried that our privacy is gone, but I could see more and more at any moment you rise any to any type of fame or any type of new position with possible, possibly any power, somebody's going to use something against you. If you were at your house saying something in the mm-hmm. moment, I mean, I mean, uh, for example, I mean, uh, uh, what's his name? Um, damn it! What's the guy that got in big? The that did the Passion of the Christ? Mel Gibson. Uh, the, Mel Gibson. Why can't I think? <laughs> Mel Gibson. Like, think about him. Like, he might be a terrible dude. He might be awful, all this stuff. But there's a ton of people that say he's awesome. Like, a ton of actors. A lot of people say he's great, and this is just one moment of his life where his, you know, now ex-wife caught him saying just the worst, filthy, <laughs> That's terrible thing. funniest things. tape ever. I, 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 I mean, he said, and, and then he was even caught with a cop saying some, you know, racist things about Jews. But I just, I mean, it could be. It easily could be he's a terrible person. I'm not defending him at all. But what I'm saying is when you boil down something, if anybody, if there's video and audio of anybody's worst moment, everybody's right. fucked. Well, that's what everybody that's what everybody on yeah. earth is. So at this
1: moment in history, you are
2: your worst moment,
1: basically. Yeah. If there's enough surveillance and technology and private conversations yeah. and screenshots of what you texted somebody when you shouldn't have, you are your worst moment. Right. Yeah. Right. I mean, that. And, and okay. there's no, there's no, fun redemption with that, everybody. Stories. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> it's just, it's hey, ridiculous. I don't, y'all probably didn't notice this, but I just thought this was so funny. So Franklin Graham is, is one of those guys. That Let me hear this outraged. in a second.
1: Uh, I do like, yeah. I
0: do want to hear about
1: this, but before we do that, I want to just say thank you to a couple of our sponsors here. And the one I have in front of me is Tracker, who I love. So wallet, phone, keys, wallet, phone, keys. That's, that's what goes through your head anytime you leave the house, right? You pat your wallet, funkies, keys, where are these things? And then, you you name the you fill in the blank percentage. What percentage of time are you missing one of those things? And then, how does that add up over, let's say, a month or a year or your lifetime? How much time do you think you spend looking for your crap that you're not keeping up with? And that's I. I know there's people that are really good about it, but if most of us spend a lot of time looking for stuff. So whoever said the thrill is in the hunt is obviously nobody, somebody that never lost their keys or anything. You'll never worry about losing things again, thanks to Tracker, however. You simply put a Tracker device on whatever you tend to lose. It could be keys, wallets, bags, computer bags, camera, anything. Remote control. Anything you tend to lose. Then you can use the Tracker app on your phone to find it in seconds. But... What if you lose your phone? That's one of the things you're always looking for. Well, then you just push a button that's on your tracker. Your tracker device has a button and you have have it hang on your key ring. Or you can ask Alexa if you have it. Uh, You can just ask and it'll make your phone start ringing even if it's on silent under your bed. You'll find it. So tracker has the largest crowd locate network in the world. It can find your items if they're miles away. You never need to use your memory again. Need even more help with that? Well, Tracker Pixel, the new Tracker Pixel comes with a powerful LED light so you can find your stuff no matter how dark it is, the place that you lose it. And you can try that, try this out with a 30-day money-back guarantee and find out what you've been missing. So go to thetracker.com and enter promo code BADCHRISTIAN to save 20% off any Tracker package. That's, the trackers, that's thetracker.com, promo code BADCHRISTIAN.
2: All right, just think if CNN would have used ZipRecruiter. They would have never hired Kathy Griffin. <laughs> they, would, they would have got a way better candidate. A way, be, They wouldn't have avoided all this trouble, all of that stuff. That's how hard it is. If you're not using ZipRecruiter, that's how hard, dare I say, dangerous it is to try and find somebody to hire for your business. I mean, it, it's one of the most important things. If you, if you own a small business, if you own whatever size business, it is the, One of the most important things are the people that you hire and work for you. And with ZipRecruiter, it's just so easy. You can post your job to 100-plus job sites with just one click. Then their powerful technology efficiently matches the right people to your job better than anyone else. That's why ZipRecruiter is different. Unlike other job sites, ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. It finds them. In fact, over 80% of jobs posted on ZipRecruiter get a qualified candidate in just 24 hours. Golly, that sounds so nice and easy and fun. No juggling emails or calls to your office. Simply screen, rate, and manage candidates all in one place with ZipRecruiter's easy-to-use dashboard. So find out today why ZipRecruiter has been used by businesses of all sizes to find the most qualified job candidates with immediate results. And right now, our listeners can post jobs on ZipRecruiter for free. That's mm-hmm. right, free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash first. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash first. One more time, go try it for free, folks. ZipRecruiter.com slash first. Mm-hmm. Now, Joey, what were you saying
1: about Franklin Graham? He's always, he's, he's super not serious, right? Is he one of your mentors? <laughs>
0: as as well, a pastor, he's a mentor of yours, right? No, other way around. He calls me for advice all the time. So he oh, well, actually that, Well, that's real bad. <laughs> <laughs> he actually tweeted, I work with Christians Whose family members have been decapitated? Kathy mm-hmm. Griffin is sick and disgusting. And honestly, I can see where he's coming from. Stephanie Drury, a girl. Oh shit! Oh, <laughs> you God. idiot! Come on! <laughs> I didn't mean to. A wo- <laughs> well, we're done. <laughs> That's it. A Thank woman, you. a very sweet woman who came on our podcast. I just I don't even think stop. she wants to be called sweet. Yeah, that's true. No. That's true. I'm just screwing up. I'm digging a hole. A, a person you hole. respect and know. Yes. So she retweets Franklin <laughs> Graham and says, Bitch, I work with... <laughs> And that, that's... I just read the first word. I said she, tweet, she retweeted Franklin Graham and, 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 and referred to him as a bitch. So I just thought that was great. Out of respect for her, I'll read the whole tweet. Bitch, I work with people who are deeply damaged by teachings you support and families whose funding for food and health care you want to cut. So... There's definitely people out there that are still saying what they want to say. But I, I will say this, you are definitely the safest when it comes to outrageous remarks and, and saying things that are off color. You're safest if it's directed towards the Christian right, for sure. Yeah, that's oh, going to be yeah, what people sure. are the least upset yeah, about.
1: Yeah, that's true. I mean, no, that that's and that's probably a problem. There's something I want to talk about in, in that realm, too. But I would say there... The underlying thing here is I don't think Franklin Graham's tweet there is reasonable in the first place. I think it's it's not like that's posturing too. Like uh, all this is is just people. Right. Ha- uh, it's, they're opportunists. All this stuff is opportunism. I, I'm I'm sure of it. It's like ooh, I'll get to say this and it'll get these people mad at some other person and I'll get the credit. And it's wrong. That's wrong. That's not true. That's not real. That's I mean, not we've done the same thing. What do you We've mean?
0: Definitely done the same thing. Well, when the news of Stephen Furtick's house came out, I mean, we we chimed in immediately. Okay, Joey, I meant it. <laughs> no, but what I'm, I'm, I'm not mean- even saying. T- I think I I think I wrote a blog post on it. Yes. So okay. what, I mean, doesn't that fall I, no, into the same category? No.
1: It, well, you can make it f- fall into that category if you want to. But what I'm telling you is, people that take their image and platforms seriously too seriously are opportunists in the sense that they're trying. I don't even think their intent is good. I really don't. I think it has to do with the intent, and I think that is engineered to capitalize on some thing as opposed to, I mean, I'll I'll defend myself here in that regard. Yeah, we talk a lot of shit about a ton of stuff. Why wouldn't you? It's totally fine to to say what you think, but when when it comes across as righteous indignation and judgment and... it's just in a way that it's just it just feels disingenuous to me. It doesn't feel real. I don't think it's right, and I think it's predictable, and I think it's it just it just it just kind of smells funny to me. I just I think even his tweet there is just like I mean, it's like we figure out what people want to hear and then you give it to them. Like I don't like those outlets. Like it that's a, that's, a, that's an integrity thing, I think. I don't Yeah.
2: You know what I'm saying? Maybe I'm not saying yeah, it well. Yeah. Uh, well well, I think the thing for me too is that it just—I I can't believe we live in this this time where I feel like we're at the height of technology. I mean, maybe enlightenment, everything, uh, knowledge. Maybe we, you know, I feel like we're really advanced, and this is what gets us. That's, that's what I'm saying. Like it—it it feels like like I saw saw Kathy Griffin, a comedian, do this and went, eh, whatever. She's stupid, right? right? Sure, and I moved totally on. Good. Right now. What's crazy to me too is though, like that you're, you're right. Everybody's just jumping on it to kind of get a piece of something and to make them a little bit higher than somebody else or whatever. But it it all is silliness and foolishness. I mean, it's not. Is is it not crazy that like this is what this takes our minds off stuff that's actually really sure, important? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I, and and if anything in the world shows me that maybe there's a Satan or a devil, it's that these things happen and then we all focus on this instead of the things that we're supposed to do it's it's really crazy like it it would i I know i'm not a conspiracy theorist but it would be so easy for donald trump to have secretly sent her one million dollars to do this so everybody goes oh you're terrible you're all uh, let all that and nobody focuses on some of the shit he's doing or i I know that's probably not what happened i'm like i said i'm not a conspiracy theorist but does anybody understand like what what in the world are we doing like why if we don't, if we think she's horrible, just don't mention it at all. Don't say anything. Right. But we all get so built up and caught up in it that then you're right. It really is just posturing and saying, "Well, I'm this way. I'm this way." And you're going to get caught, uh, you know, on the wrong side of something eventually anyway. No matter what you were in your future, you're going to get caught on the wrong yeah. side of something. And so, do you really want everybody to hate you for it? Right. Like, do you really yeah. want to hate Kathy Griffin? Is that the goal? It to feels hate good her? to most people. To and that punish to be, her. it feels yeah. good. Yeah, I think that's what we like. I think
1: we want to hate her. We like that feeling, and we hope she gets hurt. We hope that happens. That's what we like. That's what Franklin yeah. Graham seems to like there. Now, I will separate that, and I understand that Joey was trying to throw me back under the bus there, and I appreciate that. And maybe you're right. I'm busted in some sense, but I really no, do. No, throwing think, all of us. Yeah, all I know. But I think there's t- there's nothing wrong with criticism. There's, I'm not saying don't criticize people or speak openly about problems. But those should be. I mean, when they're genuine, they sound a little bit more like exploration. They sound a little bit more like uh, talking, like dialogue. They sound a little bit more
0: like you care about something. So you're, you're kind of you're kind of making a distinction. From like a real being person, hero to just having a discussion. Franklin Graham's trying to be a hero,
1: right? There's a posturing element to it that I'm saying. I'm not saying you can't criticize or dislike whatever somebody does or says, but that is just feels gross to me. It doesn't feel real. That didn't feel like I know what Franklin Graham is like. What is he like? That he's not a. So I, I'd float it this way. My goal is to be the same guy I am everywhere. That's my goal, and it it comes with its challenges, but I would call that being an integrated person. So my main aim is that the me that you experience on the podcast is the me you'll experience when I turn the microphone off. And the language—I go so far with this as to I do everything in my power to speak exactly the same way as best as I can in front of my— three-year-old as I do in front of you guys. I use the same language. I don't clean it up. And if I do, I I go out. I had to really address why am I doing this or whatever. And of course, there's some exceptions there. And there's certainly common sense and manners. I don't talk like I talk at this volume at a funeral or use that language either. But within reason, I'm trying to be myself and allow other people to know me. Now, I would suggest that if you do that and you do it accurately and reasonably and uh, genuinely, then you can get away with a lot more stuff. So maybe that's the key. Some of the key to our success, or well, let, like we're less. We're. It's a lot harder to throw us under the bus and make a big example out of us because we say so much stupid stuff all the time. That is what we really think and say, and we're exploring it in a genuine, hopefully not posturing way. That it's people can take us in. It has. You have to take it somewhat with the context. But if you're gonna. Well, well Joey, you
2: know, Joey, let, Joey. Let me ask you a question too. Do you in your heart want Stephen Furtick done because of that house order? do you think he should be punished and never right. be a preacher again do you no. think that no and that's that's our point like i i actually Obviously if we haven't not. made it clear if we haven't made it clear i actually think Stephen Furtick's one of the most talented uh, gifted speakers preaching pastors, I guess, that I've heard. I'm pretty blown away. I mean, we've said that a million times. The thing that bothers me is the thing that nobody will talk about or it gets swept under the rug. That's all I'm talking about. I do not want ill will. And the same way, I guess, like I said before, like with this Kathy Griffin thing even, I just think I don't want her to go to prison or whatever. I think, like, she should. she's going to get some criticism. Rightly so, and she did some dumb stuff. But I, I don't. My goal in life isn't to punish somebody and destroy them. I really hope good for Elevation Church and Stephen Furtick. I actually right. really hope good. I want them to succeed and do well, and the name of Jesus spread, and it's all good. But if there's some weird stuff, we can talk about it. That's the only right. thing for me. Because you're a person,
1: and this is what you talk like, and what you sound like, and the things that you think. It's not. I mean. You know, it's not that far off. I'm not. I'm not even trying to be crazy about Franklin Graham. Just that that that's all part of the system, It's so a bunch of opportunism and stuff. Like all the right wing outlets get to whip people up. They like it. That's what the I don't know. It's, it's, oh yeah. Uh, but I don't know if we're in danger or not in the climate we're in. But I would argue that what we're trying to do is be an integrated whole person. And I don't think you know these personas. You have no idea what they're even like. And why well, is that a good thing? You Matt, they're like, how do you f- their speeches that they. Write and read what is, What's the point of that Like why, do you ever want to You know that you could hire Five best speech writers And give a great speech That will be logically sound And sound great Okay what does that tell me about you Nothing So I don't give a shit About a politician Or a, a commencement speech guy Or the president of some university Giving calculated logical points Written by professional speech writers It means nothing to me Because it's not a person It's not real
0: Yeah with with what you're saying, yeah. Matt, as far as, can y'all hear me? Uh, yeah, yeah, I can. It was just a funny response. Like, <laughs> yeah. With with what you're saying, as far as being the same person and just kind of being who you are everywhere, what do you think about the the whole concept of yeah? But if you're talking about a specific minority group basically the rule is you need to have them there to support or basically to represent that demographic. So the low-hanging fruit here is with our conversation with the pastor. I forgot his name, but with the whole Judah Smith thing. George, and, yeah. Right. It was basically four straight men talking about the gay community involving church, and it was honestly more about church than anything. But it's like any time you go there, like I, I did an episode with Pastor with No Answers, and it was it was four people, straight, one female, the rest males, and I've gotten so much flack for that episode. And I, I my thing is I have to try to be understanding because the flack is coming from the gay community because the episode was about that. But the purpose of that podcast is simply to talk with my friends publicly in a way that we would talk behind closed doors. Right. But I'm thinking maybe as an act of kindness to some of those minorities that feel comfortable in hearing those conversations, we just forfeit that. It just seems like well, that's yeah. not what they why why would why would they want that? Like well, I just don't understand if if people like listening to the three of us why wouldn't it be okay for the three of us to talk about the gay community without a gay person on here? I'm just okay. I don't really Okay, well, let's understand give them their that.
1: due on that. Let's make that argument for them and cuz I don't intend to dismiss that argument. If gay people are telling you that that bothers them um and that you should have made more effort to if you were going to do that anyway to include an LGBT person, then that's 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 fine. Like it's a great suggestion and they're probably right. Right. If they go so far as to tell you you can't do that or sh- uh, shouldn't do that, it would land in the territory of y- you would be better served not to have done that and done it another way. I think that's still totally reasonable, and I think they are right because clearly you can be aloof, dorky couple white guys talking about stuff you don't know about. That At, right. at, at least that is dumb or useless or not effective or short-sighted. So I'd, give, I'd concede all that ground for sure. Now – when they get to the point that you shouldn't be allowed or you should be harmed or something bad should happen to you because you did that, now I've got a big, real big problem. And, and that would still be coming from a gay person holding that view because I, I don't like that. And then even worse than that is somebody that uh, – the next bad step would be somebody who isn't gay but just advocating on behalf of somebody else to try to get brownie virtue signaling points. By ra- raising their hand on Twitter, by the way, another public forum – where, you know, like some other straight white guy yeah. telling you that you're a straight white guy and can't talk about that on a public forum. That's what the podcast right. is, and that's what Twitter is. So it self-cancels itself out that that's what they're doing at the very same moment, engaging with you in a public platform about a topic, and that's what they're now doing with you. And right. and that and that's a lot of times that's just to look good and be to be, again, that's posturing to me, and that starts to really be, be foul. And then even worse than that, of course, is somebody that didn't even listen to it and just is piling on, so that's when yeah. it gets bad and it gets dangerous, and that's why you can't take yourself seriously. Everybody needs to be less serious and more brave. So put those two together in your head because they don't always go together. More brave, more bold, less serious. Is that what can't we just do that? Or if you do, if not, only the few of us that are willing to do it are eventually going to get knocked off one at a time. You know, when we, if everybody else backs away, then. Yeah, that's only gonna leave me saying obnoxious stuff in the world, authentically. Right. So I'm not looking forward to that.
2: I I, yeah. I mean I am I am really concerned about what is happening with like I really do value comedians uh, push against our culture and push against what things that are going on and stuff in life. So I don't want that taken away. I really don't. I, I that's what I'm saying. I kind of I almost in a sense agree with Jim Carrey. Not about what she did what she did horrible you can think it's awful it's disrespectful despicable anything that you want to think but i but once again i just am worried like even okay forget her how about franklin graham i'm glad he's able to say some just things that i totally disagree with you know what i mean like he says some things that are just so right wing and it doesn't seem about christ but it seems about our american government that you know that that stuff really bothers me that a pastor would be so uh, set in his ways about that, like mixing religion and, or Christ with uh, you know U.S. politics. That really bothers me, but I'm glad. Let it bother you and just let live it be in a, there. Yes. yeah, It's fine. And yeah. then that I'm should, not going to support him. I'll even say bad stuff about him, but that, that should be where we're at. That's where I want us to be. I don't want anything to be one tweet, and that's your whole life. That's what really scares me. So anyway— all right, hey, can we, can we move on a little bit? Uh, well, maybe we'll stay there, but I'd love to get to some, some real truth. Absolutely. If you don't mind. Yeah, I don't have a sound effect, but pretend like the music is rolling and then deliver. Okay. In a world where your good friend Joey Svensson made a joke and he said that he is the mentor to Franklin Graham, <laughs> and you're like, that's the worst thing you could say, but he didn't understand. My name is Toby Morrell. and this is the damn news. Joey, do you realize how that could be, like, it would be a bad thing if you were his mentor. That would mean that all his bad stuff is approved by you. Comes no, out. it just means that I'm, I'm trying and it's a helpless cause. No, it means, it means you're, you're awful. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, kind of rolling with this, uh, this whole thing we were talking about. Matt, you live in old, old Seattle. Mm-hmm. You've been hearing about this Evergreen State stuff?
1: Yeah, oh gosh, yeah, yeah. Uh, hold on a second. I- just picture this for a second. Joey? Franklin Graham and Pat Robertson do a podcast together. <laughs> now, and here's what I would, would like to illustrate about that to this, to this point. What would they be like? Who knows what those goofy guys are even like? Can you even imagine them sitting here and having to go through these? They can't, they can't do it. They don't do it. They don't want you to know who they are. They don't want you to know who they are. They can't sit down for 90 minutes and talk freely. They would just be talking points in media and obnoxious stuff. And here's Pastor Joey, who's also a Christian right-wing pastor, probably. And there right. he is. And here he is, everybody. So, okay.
2: Anyway. It, it, yeah. No, that, that is a good point. Like, seriously, what, I mean, what, what are they like? Like, we don't I, even know what people are like. They don't want you to know. Yeah. Okay. No. That's all uh, I need to know. No, and, and people don't want to know. People would rather just hate Kathy Griffin and think she's a piece of shit than at all extend any grace and go, "Wait a minute, maybe she made a mistake." Or whatever. I mean, she did come out and make a mistake. If Donald Trump came out and apologized yeah, like that, Yeah, she did that, apologize, which is crazy, but the, I did I think The it, right-wingers probably would would mm-hmm. would just say, "Oh, man, he apologized. It's okay." You know, I mean, we're like grab him in the pussy stuff. Mm-hmm. He said, "Oh, that was that was the locker room talk. I shouldn't maybe, you know, that wasn't whatever." And everybody gives him a pass. But yeah, then just call it even
1: between the two of them on those two, then. How about that? Just call it just call it even. It's yeah. fine.
2: <laughs> well, it is interesting you brought that up. What if there was a prominent uh, comedian that would have did that to Obama?
1: Uh, it would never happen, but happened? Hollywood has got its own thing going on. So that's what I'm saying. Kathy miscalculated here. She thought... I keep seeing Keith Olbermann and all these people going even more and more aggressive against Trump, and it's benefiting them. Let me give a swing at this. Because it's it's preaching to the choir, the liberal choir there. Hollywood is, I mean, it's fake. They're fake. We, we know Hollywood is fake, right? We understand that? Have you been yeah. to L.A. spending time in Hollywood? You get a real fake vibe about the, the general culture there, and that's part of what it you- is. And she was just, she how made a miscalculation. She thought that was going to work. Do you think, it's not that genuine of an expression. It's just something she
0: thought would benefit her career, and it didn't work right. Okay. Whatever. How do you think she found out about that miscalculation? Do you think her agent called her and said, what in the hell did you just do? Like, I wonder when that moment was when she was like, oh, shoot.
1: Well, it's a high volume. I mean, you know quickly if you do anything on social media. I mean, it's 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 almost instant. So I'm off topic here. But Facebook, you can tell if you have a post that is just right and you check it out in the first few seconds, you can come back to a post on Facebook that you've made that nails something or is going to be active, good or bad. And you will know in the first 60 seconds how successful it's going to be because Facebook is already – within the first three minutes, they've sent it to – you know they run it through an algorithm that set, that has is going to determine how well the post is going to do and how quickly and how strong the reactions are to it it's figuring that out in seconds of when you post it and then its virality is going to be exponential from there and so it doesn't take long to figure out here we go like she yeah, knew in yeah. minutes that this is going to be crazy and then it took a while to sort through what the predominant narrative eventually became and then it was clear that she had made a miscalculation but it's yeah. all just a all game right, anyway
2: Let's get to this Evergreen State, and this is just this is in Olympia, right, Matt? Right, you know, know, maybe an hour south of you or something like that. But over this comes from the Washington Times. Over the last 72 hours, students have taken have taken over a small liberal arts college in Washington State, and only one adult has tried to stop them. Students at Evergreen State College in Olympia, who filmed their exploits and posted the videos on social media, have occupied and barricaded the library, shouting down anyone who disagrees with them. Or shows insufficient passion for racial justice. Um, Biology professor Brett Weinstein uh, was berated by dozens of students outside of his classroom Tuesday morning for refusing to participate in an event in which white people were invited to leave campus for a day. Now he says police have told him to hold his classes off campus due to safety concerns, and things are out of control at Evergreen, he said. Police told me that protesters stopped cars yesterday, demanding information about occupants, Mr. Weinstein told the Washington Times. They believe I was being sought. It appears that the campus has been under the effective control of protesters since 9.30 a.m., and police are on lockdown. Uh, A spokesman for Evergreen uh, Department of Police Services confirmed the agency has been in contact with Mr. Weinstein. He said officers would be in touch with the Times, too. But basically what's happened is... There was a day where they like a campus without white people is yeah, supposed do, to be this thing.
1: Yeah, it's called the Day of Absence is what that's called. So yes. they've been doing yeah. this since since the college started. They've been having a Day of Absence. And the Day of Absence is people of color don't show up on a certain day to make to make yeah. it fit. You know, like a Women Don't Work This Day or Immigrant Day where they – predates that, but it's that same phenomenon where they say, we're not going to be here, and we think you'll notice our absence. And it's just to make right. a point, and it's totally fine. They do it every year. This year, they sent out a memo saying, this year what we're going to do instead is white people cannot come on campus. Or if so, white, I think they phrased it a little differently. Let me say that differently. They said, "Anybody, any white allies of people of color will not come to campus. So we're not ma- mandating that you can't come. But if you're with us, professors too. At, yeah, all staff and professors and everything. Um, so white people can't come to campus today, or or at least you'll be running the risk of being seen as not an ally. Like you, it, you know something something in that territory. It wasn't like they forced them out or it wasn't official policy or something. But it's clear in that regard that they weren't welcome kind of thing. And Brett Weinstein – well, the interesting thing about Brett Weinstein is my actually favorite person to listen to that I think is one of the smartest people in the world is named Eric Weinstein. It's his brother, and he's been on a bunch of podcasts. You've probably seen him on a few things, but um, he's just unbelievable. Anyway, I didn't know he had a brother, but this is his brother. Um, So Brett Weinstein is a self-described deeply progressive Guy, you know, super Bernie supporter, very, very anti racist guy. He's been a part of movements and things, and he has a whole history that is very vindicating. He's a very progressive social guy. And he said that he did not think this was a good idea at all. He sent an email that, that got leaked or something that said what his problems with it and how he thought it was actually racist in itself. To, I don't think that was even his words in his email, but he pushed back on the notion and said that he planned to be on campus and would do training in racism and do a seminar or whatever he could do but he didn't think that was the right way to go about this or whatever and thus there the campus has erupted and they're calling for his job and won't stand down and there's there's some really crazy shit going on there and because he's anti-black racist and they need him Jeez. fired and 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 the the administration of the college is completely botching it like they tell the police to stand down and they made the police chief come. Like, they're doing all this stuff. They made the police chief come, and they said they wouldn't let the police come on campus armed, if you can believe that. Like, there's a situation, and the police aren't welcome there, according to the administration, unless she came in. She decided ultimately to come unarmed and in plain clothes, the police chief. And they want her, you know, and just to try to— wow. Keep the situation. Under. The college is a really goofy college. Melanie uh, Studley went there. That was her college. And it's a super, oh, really? super granola, hip, hippie, liberal place. But, I mean, it's, well, it's I mean, crazy. He,
0: here's here's the two things that we talked about we're addressing right now is, mm-hmm. first of all, and, I like, I literally feel a little cautious to even speak on this because yeah. – I'm white, and that's just the kind of society we live in. I'm like, I I, I mean, am I going to be crucified for having a bad opinion here? And then secondly, the seriousness deal that Matt's been talking about, a professor can't just decide, I don't like this form of protest. Like, this this isn't for me. I do stand with the black community, but I don't like these means, and he's going to be... Basically scorn as a racist. I mean, yeah. that's just ah, uh,
1: yeah. And there's been I, some crazier things than that, like threats. And I think they've evacuated campus today, as last I heard. Like the yes, you know, there's, there was
2: there was, they had to evacuate all of campus because there was a serious threat of like you know you might die.
1: Yeah. So Something I don't know what you happen. can do about this, but the students aren't backing down at all, and then the administration is just and these and it's a lot. This way on a lot of colleges, the administration is totally they just don't do anything about it. They just, they're controlled by, you know, these, I mean, I hate making fun of young millennials and young people and calling people cop. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't really like that approach, but I mean, wow. I mean, you know, this is he, not an oppressed group really. Yeah. Like, but even saying that sounds, I mean, I don't know. It's just insane. Yeah, but he, here's, here's He's the her thing. College is, students. I mean,
0: here's, I feel like we need to be cautious in ridiculing their movement and what they're doing. Now, can we have an opinion and like it or dislike it? Sure, but we have to be careful to say, "Oh, they should not be doing that," because that's where we get into territory of, "Well, we don't know what's going on at that school. We don't know what it feels like to grow up in America as an African American and that sort of thing." But that's that's it. That's where uh, that's basically where we draw the line. That's once yeah, but, we- I, I, but in this
2: situation, Joey. I mean, if I paid my Tuition to come to school, and somebody says, I can't come to school because of the color of my skin. And the professor says, Hey, I think this might be the wrong way to handle this. I'm,
0: I'm that's, I, like, that's they, what but, I'm saying. That's what I'm saying is, I disagree with them saying to the professor, You have to agree with this. So basically, I'm not going to get on here and say they shouldn't be protesting in that way, but I have no problem with saying if that white professor does not want to protest in the same way, then that's his prerogative. That doesn't make him a bad person. It doesn't make him a racist or anything. I mean, it's the same sort of thing where, you know, a a bunch of white people, obviously, and maybe even justifiably, uh, uh, they were really upset about the protesting where people were shutting down interstates and everything. It's one thing to not like it. It's another thing to say you shouldn't do that because let's just face it, some yeah. protests yes, but that, that's have right, done Joey, a lot of it good. Caught,
1: it's been caught. I'm sorry, you're glitching there. Sorry, can you hear us, Joey? Were you glitching yeah. there too, Toby? Can you all, uh, Joey, can yeah, you hear Joey me? was glitching. Okay, sorry. Joey, what you're hitting it's on the there Lord. is the exact thing that is dangerous and that's saying there if you don't denounce somebody else correctly, you go and you get lumped in their boat. That's what's right. really scary. You know, yeah. if you right. you don't have to be racist, you just, if you're not hard enough on somebody that other people think is racist, you're, you're up, you're with them then and you need to be destroyed and that's what's really crazy about it and so I'll leave it with this. We can move on to another story but I wonder and I'm fearful that this may be the case that we are t- I'll just try and speak as it comes to my mind. I hope I don't say something stupid, but forgive, me if, I, forgive me if I do. But this is it. You, uh, Father, be with us. <laughs> you. Don't it? We're pursuing equity here, like equality. That's what we're, and that's what we're all trying to do. I think, for the most part, I know there's bad people and racist people that aren't, but most of us are pursuing equality, and you know, uh, the opportunity of. Just equal opportunities and and equality. For I, I know those terms can get loaded, but that's what we're pursuing here, and or it it seems like we're pursuing that, but I worry that that's not true. I'm I'm wondering is just the base level of humanity is whoever has the power gets more power and oppresses the other. So it was I sound stupid now because I will sound like I'm saying we're threatened. Us white males are being threatened and we're going to be oppressed next or whatever. And I'm not worried about that specifically but it is possible that for instance women are better than men I, that is my point of view i think women are better suited for the future than men i think we may relative, be relatively outdated as a gender and i wonder what's going to happen <laughs> when the when when women do have the power is it just once the the oppressed people get equal get e- equality then we just stay there or is it when other people other groups gain power they then they just happen to be the powerful ones that oppress and harm other people. Maybe that's the way it goes. It doesn't matter who it is. It could be It could be Latinos are in charge of everything and then they would be the harmful oppressive group or women could be in charge of everything. If they gain enough power, they'll, they will m- matter of factly be the oppressive force. It was not just since white men have power, things aren't equal. But if somebody else had power, they would be. I don't think that's true. You know what right. I'm saying? yeah. Yeah. Like, whoever
2: gets but, the power will yeah. oppress other people. That's how that works. There's, there's no stopping it. I, here's the thing I don't understand. It goes back to your point earlier. It's just, are we taking ourselves this seriously? Like, if this happened on Winthrop University, if I woke up and they said I couldn't go to school that day, you know what I would have said? Oh, shit, I'm white. I'm white. <laughs> Not going to school <laughs> today. Day of absence. Yeah, hell yeah. I, Let's I'm going to a, school a, today. Yeah, I a don't week. have to work. I mean, if <laughs> right. I was a professor, I'd go, you mean I'm getting paid and I don't have to work? Oh shit. That's what I would have done. You don't don't take yourself so seriously. Yeah, I'd have like had a that.
1: semester of absence would have been badass. I'd have I I
2: killed for that. <laughs> I'm with you all right, folks. Got, all right, I got one more quick story here that I think is uh, I, I don't know if y'all followed this or not, but this comes from a good old roving reporter, Kevin Ming. And uh, did y'all it, it's probably I don't know how long it's been, maybe a couple months back now, but did y'all watch when it was all the rage where that draft was having her baby? And everybody was posting it on Facebook over and over. Like, everybody I knew did that. The baby's name was Capenzi. And, you know, it was adorable. This giraffe was walking around. And finally, people had been waiting for months. And then finally, she had her baby. And it was just so beautiful and this really awesome moment. Well, here's the problem. The baby was dumb as shit. It killed itself. Oh, no. It It died. By ramming its head into one of the perimeter walls of the zoo, it died the other night. So this 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 comes from CNN. How com. old was it? Not old. Capen- oh no, not old. Not old at all. Capinzi, a baby giraffe. This comes from CNN. Uh, a baby giraffe that captivated the internet is dead. Has died. The calf was scampering around the the giraffe habitat Tuesday evening when she ran into the... He's trying to get us to laugh. He's he's baiting us into saying something super
1: sad and then trying to make us laugh about it. No, that's not what I'm trying to do. Which I I appreciate. See if you can do it.
2: (laughs) That's not what I was trying to do. I I was laughing because they were trying to make her more adorable. She was scampering (laughs) You're right. You are right. That is exactly right. I'm glad you observed that. They were scampering around. She was scampering around her giraffe habitat, just frolicking, having a good time. Until she ran her skull into the perimeter and broke her neck, the zoo said. Kapinzi died instantly. This is a huge loss for our giraffe herd, our staff said. To be honest, it hurts terribly. We're crushed, and everyone here is mourning. Her mother, Katie, visited Kapenzi before veterinarians and keepers removed her,
0: oh. the zoo
2: said. So all this time, this whole big thing that everybody watched and took up time, part of their life, was for nothing. This this giraffe <laughs> smack smashed his head into a perimeter and died. So, like, what? once again, just a whole other time of what did well, – I spent time watching it. I remember watching Katie it? the Mom. Yeah, I watched Katie the Mom for about – it was probably five, ten minutes. Why? I was like, oh, because I thought it would be neat to see a giraffe come out of a giraffe. I thought that would be fun. <laughs> but but I missed it. But, I mean, I can't imagine. Some people watched it for hours and hours and days and weeks. Mm-hmm. And that was that. Oh, well, Gone. She gone. <laughs>
1: I'm just stuck on, I'm just kind of stuck on uh, tying together the birth there and Jim Carrey def- defending Kathy Griffin, and now I've, all I've got in my head is Jim Carrey being birthed by the rhino in Ace Ventura and- 2. <laughs> 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 kind of hot right, in these rhinos.
0: Kind of warm in
2: these
1: rhinos. Y'all know he's,
0: y'all know he's like... 56, Jim Carrey. I mean, it's just crazy how these actors how are getting he older. How about might, this?
2: He might go to trial. I think he might be going to trial for his uh,
0: ex-girlfriend's suicide. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. She, what do you mean? She
2: used, I think she used his uh, medication to kill herself. That, okay. Yes, I well, think, the I think speculation is on. that
0: he supplied it for her. Right. And uh, yeah, like, he, and he's he basically... knew what she was going to do yeah. with it? Oh, my yeah. gosh. I didn't know he this guess. story. But yeah, to cover he, it on he, the
1: damn he, news. I don't know it.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for bringing the damn news, first of, first and foremost, to my friend Toby, who never lets us down except... Mommy, night- look
2: at the baby giraffe. Oh, it's so cute. Oh, God! <laughs> oh, God, no! <laughs> no! <laughs> Mommy! <laughs> Is that what happened?
1: <laughs> I think so. Something. I'm oh
2: out. look, he's playing with the rope. That's a- oh shit! <laughs> oh god no! <laughs> Capenzi!
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, Cody Taylor, Brenton Hester, Christopher Lavoy, Jill Matlock, Carter Eric Chin, and Andy Javinal or Javinal, however you want to say vaginal. it. vaginal. I believe it's pronounced <laughs> vaginal. <laughs> G- G- vaginal. <laughs> thank you guys for joining the bc club you got a lot of goodies coming up in store for you mainly that matt and toby album this is mm-hmm. when you get in right now so thank you guys if anyone else is interested in being a part of the bc club club go to the bcclub.com And you'll get an invite to the Facebook page where people say nice things to each other and very hurtful, mean things to each other as well. It's definitely well-rounded for all sorts of personalities.
1: Yeah, it is. And, yeah, that's right. So please consider supporting this podcast. We appreciate it if you do. Things are going well. I know a lot of people are new. Uh, that you're welcome here. We'll try not to be too serious, but please consider supporting us by leaving us a review rating, telling somebody about it, or joining the BC Club and actually paying for the, the media that you consume, and that way it'll continue to be free. And I don't necessarily even mean free financially, but uh, f- you know, people that are making stuff that you enjoy and are speaking from a place of freedom as opposed to you know, ideological stuff or marketed toward right-wingers or left-wingers, then support it with your money, and I think that will help it to exist. I think you can make space for everything that way by being actively engaged in, and you're welcome to join our community. Don't forget to come see us at the Emory Shows. Emorymusic.com for that. What else? Matt and Toby has a
2: record coming out. You can pre-order it right now. Mm -hmm. It's going to change the face of Christian music. And What is that? Yeah, Ghost Ship and Zach Bolin
1: are going to be in Texas this week. I think I don't have the dates right in front of me. Go to They're in tonight. So you may have already missed it if you download your podcast late. But if you're in Texas, go see Zach Bolin and Ghost Ship, GhostShipMusic.com. All right, see
2: y'all. I, I had a sign off. But go no for mind. it. Uh, this comes from about four years ago. Uh, I have, I think it's four, it's, it's a while, a few years ago. I have a no-apology policy. No apologies for jokes. I apologize in my real life all the time. I say ridiculous things. I make mistakes constantly. But when I'm on stage, I'm at a microphone. It's a joke. Kathy Griffin. <laughs> yeah.